Why are we called Negroes? Why are we deaf, dumb, and blind? Why is everybody making progress, yet we seem to be lagging so far behind? Mr. Political, you know, there are all kind of things going on out in this world, and I just have to applaud you for tackling these issues that the so-called mainstream media does not want to tackle, and even the black media is afraid to tackle because of their affiliations with certain groups that bring them money. See, you're connected with everybody to help, but you're not going to uh, be a shyster and, and, and put something out there to use anybody. So that's why I truly appreciate you. Um, there are a lot of opportunities that you could have had if you shut your mouth and just behave yourself, but that's not your heart. So there's a thing going on um, overall, maybe you could zero in on it, um, where we have a lot of uh, black women who are lesbians, and I'm quite sure there's other races, but black folks, you know, that's our concern. There are a lot of black lesbians who are teasing black men, enticing black men, who have no uh, uh, a desire to deal with black men. There are many lesbians who want to get tightened up away from their partner. We know that, and I know that personally. But they do this as a power trip somewhat. It has to be that, because when a man is coming on to him now, they didn't did things graphically, maybe touched him and enticed him and showed him body parts, that they ah, I just did this to mess with you. So now some men are not going to have the control and want to do something violent then call him bad. What do you think about that? Well, I'd like to say good morning to everyone, and i like to be truthful. I found myself in a similar situation in my youth, and it is very humiliating. It's very hurtful to have someone who has claimed that she is the frail of sex, and you have to modify and change how you direct your approach to relationships to know that because of her sexual choice, she feels that she has a right to play games. This sounds familiar for everyone out there, because if you're a heterosexual man, you're accustomed to heterosexual women playing games. But if you're a heterosexual man, you're not accustomed to homosexual women leading you on, feeling that there is their right because they want to exercise their independence. They want to exercise their power. They don't want to be bothered with a man. They find his testicles, his approachment as a fine, ugly creature. But for your own morbid, sick entertainment, you feel that it's all right emotionally to play with some man's emotion. Even though shortly before Thanksgiving or after we had a young man that killed three of his baby mothers because they played emotional games with the court system. Right? We're not making this up. And now our young men are faced with so many challenges in life and sexuality is becoming primary because his sexuality is based in his own survival. They're one and the same, believe it or not. And because he sees before him generations and generations being thrown away and played with by society, psychologists, psychologists, 
he sees that he don't even have the right to his children, that the same gender is playing with his children, the same gender is playing with his life, and now a gender who has made it perfectly clear, who went out and lobbied for protection, now feel that it's sport, now feel that that is their right as lesbians, homosexuals, or whatever they want to be called, to feel that they have a supreme right to emotionally torture and terrorize a person for their entertainment. For no other reason other to entertain themselves because other women who are heterosexual say, girl, that's okay, you can do that, we do the same thing, I'm not going to give him none either. This is ignorant. It's not your right to emotionally play with someone you didn't convince Congress that you're the ignorant, frail sex. And for those in Atlanta who feel that my statements are derogatory based upon my gender, those in Atlanta where this foolishness come out of, where this game, this new entertainment, this new drinking game of playing pussy and not get fucked. It's real. And you don't have a right to do that. A man don't have a right to lead a woman on and a homosexual don't have a right to play a morbid, deceptive game for their own entertainment. You heard me? A homosexual does not have the right to play a morbid game because it's trendy for lesbians to go out and entice men to the point that something may happen and then look like the frail of sex or call the police later on saying that he's harassing me, he's doing this, he's doing that. But you fail to tell the officer that you were enticing him, that you was leading him on so you can have something to giggle and laugh about. And then you, after you laugh and giggle, as a lesbian black woman, then you want to bring the white man's gun involved and you want to kill him. These are trends that are coming about that black women are doing. Each and every day, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's not making any sense. In several instances, one instance that I saw, a woman, a black woman, don't want to pay child support, don't want to tell her children, but she want to lay on her back and shit out birth. And then she want to get paid for it. But they don't want to take care of the children. That doesn't make any sense. But then when they confronted with their shame, because other black women support them in this action, yes, other black women are out there doing this too. This is an epidemic within our community that black women are abandoning their children and all they want the children for is a check. They're having multiple births and they're not taking care of their children. They're getting checks. They're getting public assistance. They're getting 
power bill and money from non-for-profit organizations to maintain their houses and they're not taking care of their children. The only people they're taking care of is themselves and their lovers. Off the children's funds and other black women support them in these actions. And other black women, they prefer me to say some because that gives them some sense of reprieve for irresponsibilities and being less than the caliber of women a lot of mothers, our aunts, and women in the church who have served their families and didn't see it as a burden. These women, when they are confronted, just like this woman was confronted with her shortcomings, her response and their response has always been is to lie. And sometimes I think I know this, that even sitting with the so-called decent black American woman, that you have to be very careful because she is so prone to be a liar. It is so deep embedded in her DNA to be a liar, to be a manipulator. And she says, that this trait, this genetic defect, was created by slavery, okay? If you're smart enough to figure out if this defect was created by slavery, then why are you propagating this behavior? Why are you teaching the young girls of the generation all the negative things that you claim you had to adapt to because of slavery? Why are you dressing little girls up like they grown women? Why you got little girls with pictures with hands on the head and with their butts hanging out? Now, the people in Atlanta, okay, they will find my comments very disturbing. The people in Atlanta, all right, would find that they dislike the fact that their modernization to Mr. White Man or Mr. Tyler White Man lifestyle because they got to feel equal to their oppressor. So, yeah, I, I'm just going to break the news to you. Getting your ass whooped equally is not no up. Okay? It's just getting your ass whooped. So, you colored, you Afro-Americans in Atlanta, with your progressive thinking and all your damn money. I want you to know. I need you to know. I want you to know. that nobody don't give a damn. All right? Solomon and Gomorrah should start with an A. Yeah, that's what it said. Solomon and Gomorrah should start with an A. <laughs> and it makes uh, no sense we all fully understand that life must change nothing stays the same but we all understand that you can have a peaceful beautiful happy change you don't have to change with demonic behaviors you don't have to change into Satan's stepchild you don't have to change into the dirt that people want to kick off their feet before they let you in their home.
black American women, and especially the women who are in care of our children and who are there, you have that right in every aspect to live whatever your life is, whatever your lie is. That is your right. I fought in the United States Navy to protect that right. But it's a whole lot of damn things you ain't got no right to. You ain't got no right to emotionally go out there and play a game knowing that you want to lick on perverted sexual organs. Because you ain't woman enough to say that you are homosexual. You want to play games. And you feel it's your right to play games. It's not your right as a homosexual to play games with other people's emotions. Nor is it your right as a homosexual to go and lead a person knowing that that person has feelings for you or if they possibly have feelings for you to lead them down a path or may it be money, may it be rent, may it be cardinal, whatever you're doing this morbid sick thing for, whatever the group of homosexuals who came up with this game that they're playing now. Do not be surprised. Is a great deal of your brothers and sisters in the homosexual movement come up dead because they choose to play with people's emotions and they really feel that Biden's world is going to give them that right without repercussions for playing with other people's emotional feelings. Biden's world, Wally world, doesn't give you that right. Nor does it give a black woman the right to not take care of her children and try to turn it around. And when she put on blast, because that's the new thing now. If your baby mama not taking care of your child, you brothers is rolling up on them with cellular phone and filming all that they do. All that they do. And the, and the female businesses that are supporting these women in this deviant behavior and not taking care of the children are being put on blast in video, too. Yes, the cleaners that that woman worked to, men are boycotting that cleaners. They're asking that that cleaners be closed, all right? They're exercising their power in fighting back against this feminine encroachment upon their American family by turning it into a money pit. If Jesus was here, he would take a whip and he would beat all them hoes out of their house. Yeah, that's what I said. If Jesus was alive and here and present, he would beat you. Because you'd be saying the children and you used them to make money off of. So, most brothers, I applaud you. I applaud you. Because most men, faced with the fact of who these women are and what these women support, would come to the conclusion that it is better to seek some kind of refuge in another race. Oh, they're already doing that. Oh, they've been doing that for a while. And they've been doing it while they was in slavery. So you ain't the hot box that you should be playing games with. That even though a black man really wants, desires a black woman, it's a dick thing. So you can be replaced. 
Yes, it will need no emotional ties with that woman that serves him. No, he cannot look forward to dreaming about the enrichment of his, of his children through his heritage. All those things will be thrown by the wayside because he cannot trust you. He has not been able to trust you for some time. And even though he is willing to sacrifice his genetic makeup and become less than a man so he could satisfy and have the beauty of a black woman, the real question in America is, is she really worth having? Is she really worth sacrifice? Because, unfortunately, even throughout history, they had evil queens. They had demonic queens that did evil things, that killed children, poisoned her people, would not take care of her people. Throughout history, there are stories of evil queens. So today is the story of the evil queen. That's what it is today. The story of the evil queen. So she wants to be called the queen. Queen is a two-sided coin. Just like it's a good queen, there's a bad queen. So we're going to talk about the evil queen. Wow. Wow. Okay. She exists and she's alive. She's out there stealing PPP loans and lying about the paternity of her children. She's, she's fabricating injunction and rape charges. She's beating and poisoning her children. These are black women that are doing this. And other black women are keeping it quiet because they know that sooner or later, sooner, more than later, and maybe this year will be the turning point that the black American woman is going to look, be looked upon by the black American man as the scourge. That she is the foundation of all his problems. That if he exercised his right to 53 other races that have women, that he is not exclusive to her. She has to earn that right now. She is fell out of favor. She can't walk a mile because she is suffering high blood diseases. She's overweight, heart disease. Her level of education has failed. Her bringing financial support and being a helpmate, she wasn't even conditioned nor raised to do that. And it's 2022. So, other than a breeding platform, the American black woman, because that's what she is, because when you look at the census, that she is not even worthy to be indicated upon the census as a, as a worthy candidate for marriage. Straight up. You can Google it. When you look at the numbers of black-on-black -black marriage, it's disgusting. But when you look at the number of children within the black race that are born out of wedlock, it's not surprising. You're a better sexual vessel than you are a stable mate. The white girl got you beat. 
Yes, that's what I said. The white girl got you beat. Because once again, if you go back to the census, interracial marriages. Interracial marriages are exceeding black-on-black marriage. Interracial marriages exceeding white-on-white marriages. Right? You can't make this up. And and even if you share it and try to have a decent conversation with the pseudo-black woman, she cannot wrap her head around the fact it's not about her. If you try to have any conscious conversation about what the black woman does and the after effects of what she does, you will find that the only thing that they can hold on to is me, 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 me. Because they've been conditioned. Me, 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 me. Well, I got bad news for you. It's 2022, and brothers didn't had enough. Even your own sisters didn't had enough. They tired of it because you, that evil black woman, is touching every aspect of our race, and she is destroying us. But the sad part is the same good sisters that say they good women who say they down for the brothers, they won't confront her. They won't re-educate her. They won't assist her. But they will enable her. They will lie for her. They will sign five affidavits for her. They will even help her steal and spit the profits from stealing. They will even counsel her to do evil thing and nasty things to her children. This is other black women who are evil, helping other evil black women do harm to the children, the men, the elderly people, and the system. Because the system is there for all of them. But because of the way that their behavior is, they force the system to modify because even in her feeble-minded approach to solutions, she will always come out her mouth with, I don't know why you say that, because it's only some people who do that. And why you being so... See, when you hear conversations from black women and they use the word some, and why you trying to group us all together, that means that you didn't hear the nerve that you're talking about something that she is a party to and that some, a negative behavior which she sanctioned. So she's got to do a Freudian distraction mentally to you to get you to look the other way. That's why they use words like some. Or when you ask them a question directly, they never answer the question with a yes and no answer. It's always got to be some crazy analogy, a Oprah moment, a Gale lie, or a view confusion. Okay? An Atlanta housewife bullshit. That's what you get in conversation with them. And that's when you know that she a liar. Because only a liar can't answer the truth can't answer the question or wants to change the question in the middle of the response.
this is a training aid. This is a behavioral training aid that has been standard practice for the last 50 years. It's teaching the young girls to be dysfunctional through the feminine movement, which has hijacked the black American woman's mind. And she is going to be held accountable, unlike her counterpart, the white female. The white female gets a pass because she has played the game longer. When the game really started, they were plotting and planning. You were cleaning up defecation. You were serving tea. And you were shining shoes and picking feet. You were never part of the plan, but you have took up the negative behavior of the plan. And you're in the midst of the negative behavior, have more to lose than the white woman. But because you're free today, you feel that it's worth throwing it to the wind because the generation of men, they stupid. And they go for anything as long as they got a poon nanny behind it. As long as it smells like it's had 28 days worth of menstrual cycle, he is willing to accept any negative behavior <laughs> that come across his lips. Okay? And how do we fix that? We take two mitols and a properly worn coat and we put it where it belongs to stop that deviant behavior. Yeah, that's what I said. You take two mitols and a well-sold used coat and you put it back in place on those 28-day feelings. And you get a real, real perspective about the difference between right and wrong. And just because Mr. Charlie, Mr. Biden's Wally world, allows you to be abusive, ignorant, stupid, and careless with the greatest gift that ever will give you, and that's your uterus and your feminality you will lose it and it will go for naught and it will not unite black women and black men together all the black uterus has ever done is pull us even farther apart you heard what it says only thing a black uterus has ever done is separate the black American family and been a poster tool for the white system the justification to move her up the ladder. The women before this class of women today was our greatest resource. The women today are nothing but vagabonds and thieves instilling their legacy of work to make it better for black women. That's what I say. They some they some carbon baggers and they some lazy bitches. Alright? And they claim everybody else's success because they don't want to do no work. They don't want to make no strides. They don't want to raise their children to be a proper representation of black America. They rather take advice from the same black woman 
who say she should be protected by a black man, she respects the white man who oppresses her opinion. The same black woman that say black women rock, but they're a frail creature and they need to be protected, but they're all powerful. They're all powerful as long as some deceptive behavior is behind it, as long as some Freudian slip or lie is behind it, as long as she can cry and say that she don't have in somebody else's fault. It has nothing to do with her morbid, nasty, selfish behavior. And people say, well, you're wrong to say this about black women. But in the real world, what right does a black woman feel that she cannot be criticized? That she can criticize her children, she can criticize the white man, she can criticize the black man, she can criticize the black woman, she can criticize the white woman, she can say whatever she wants, and she can feel whatever she wants, but you can't criticize her. If you criticize her, then you're an evil person. If you say and say anything about her shortcomings, then you're an evil person. If you do not side with her moral form of justice, then you're an evil person. I say to you without hesitation, without doubt, and without fear that you are not an evil person for criticizing a black woman. You're not an evil person. You're a human being. And even Christ has stood in criticism. But the black American woman, she's way beyond any form of criticism. Because if you criticize her, she's either going to do two things. She's either going to physically abuse you or plot to ruin your life or call the white gun to kill you. Yes, among all the black people in America... The black American woman will be the first to lie to the white gun to have you killed. That is true. And you can look it up. And most domestic violence cases when the man is harmed by the police is based upon a lie that the female had told. That that same female had brought him in the house, had created the situation, or stole some, or lied about the paternity of her child. Black American women are dangerous. This generation of black American women should come with a warning sticker. You fuck with her at your own goddamn risk. And that's real. And every black woman that take offense to that is a stupid SOB. And the reason she is stupid SOB because she's so busy focusing her hate on me that she can't see that she licking on the enemy. That's what I said. <laughs> she's so busy focusing her, her hatred on me and blaming me for everything that she don't even realize that she's sleeping and licking on the end. Because that's a choice now because it's, it's, it's trendy. It was trendy in the 90s. Now you found that if you go homosexual, then you, you expand your market base of the ones you trick with. Yeah, you heard what I said. It ain't nothing moral about you having a relationship with another woman, okay? But what is moral is that you're expanding your tricking bait. You're expanding the amount of abuse that you put out to America. 
Yes, this is what I said. Because when you view the data concerning domestic violence within the LBG community, the women, the lesbian women are the most violent and dangerous. And it's usually most violent and dangerous to the lipstick lesbian. Yes, there is such thing as a lipstick lesbian. This individual wants to be a homosexual, believes that she was born to be a homosexual, will try to cater her life around the homosexual lifestyle, but she will put on all the trappings of a woman. She will dress like a woman. She will be every aspect of a woman. She will even sit and flirt with men in such a manner that you would be shocked to find out that she's a homosexual. That's, a le that's what we classify as a lipstick lesbian. Now, ain't nothing wrong with that, okay? In the male population, we call that a down-low brother. Oh, he down-low. Lipstick lesbian. Let's keep it beautiful in its morbid way. Down-low. Lipstick lesbian. Let's try this one more time. Down-low. Lipstick lesbian. Can you see? Because you see, you see the propaganda, you see the programming, you see the generalization, you see the justification. See, you, the, the, the one you want to demonize, you put a demon term on. The one you want to glorify and get people accustomed to, you put a pretty term on it. Okay? A morbid behavior, which has been clearly defined, their protection under civil rights is my only concern. All right? And as long as I stay within the guidelines of the Constitution and the civil rights that give them protection as an equal citizen, then there's nothing special about them. When they attacked Dave Chappelle because he had an opinion about their lifestyle and their approach to getting their rights, and then they wanted to take the mark of the beast of the same oppressor that oppressed them by oppressing the persons who backs they climbed on to get where they got. Here what it is said to a dude is, it's too much of a mouthful, but I'll say it again for those who did not understand me. I said that the homosexual built his freedom off the black of black people. And don't give me that generalization that we got black homosexuals because you the last to know. You the last to know, not me. So don't correct me. But what makes it so heinous, these same homosexuals who got their rights, who are protected, and black people worked aggressively hard to put them in that position so they could be considered as human beings, the same homosexuals got nerve enough to be racist. Ain't that some shit? Same homosexuals who day before yesterday would have been swinging from a tree right along with my country ass got nerve enough to be racist. Got nerve enough to have a voice about Dave Chappelle and his criticism from you. Bitch, there's nothing special about you. Ain't that, not a damn thing special about you. They talk about Christ. So you so homosexual that you better than Christ. Now, this is how far this situation got. 
I have to explain to an LBG advocate that they're going too far. That time has to go by for the American people to adjust. You just do not throw them in a pot of shit and expect them to be able to deal with it over one or two years. It's going to take decades or at least one decade for the American people to truly feel comfortable. Nobody give a damn about their comfortability because you have to keep in mind, I'm a black American. Even after we got the Civil Rights Act passed, we still went through decades of individuals fucking with us. So for the HBU, no, excuse me, because they one and the same, they're both dumbass organizations. The LBG community is going to have to understand your newfound freedom, this newfound freedom, and how you implement it is causing all of us anguish. And I know because of your sexual preference and you have to emulate the behavior of women that you really don't give a damn. Girl, I don't care. That's their problem. Because you long to be something that your chromosomes say that you're not. You keep in mind that all these little silly games of empowerment that you're playing and empowering ignorant other women to do more silly games because you're all in the group together. The homosexual woman and the ignorant black woman are kindred spirits. They're one and the same. Do you hear me? Okay. For the young Afro-American who really does not know the history of this country, lesbianism been in the play since the 1800s. Any time that you think this is a new fad and all like this, you need to go grab your copy of The Color Purple. That's right. Feeny was licking on sugar. Been licking on sugar. And they wasn't running around trying to be flamboyant and everything like that. Because your sexuality is not part of social change. Your sexuality was developed in your bedroom or in the backseat of somebody's car or tricking in a car or in an alley. That's where your sexuality comes into social play. It is not the foundation of America. And always keep in mind, if you were fighting for civil rights, you were fighting the white man for that right. That he was the one who was hindering you based upon your sexual choice. Everybody else just had to go along with his game plan. But now that you have brand new found freedom, you feel a necessary need to play games and power plays. You feel a necessary need to use a known gun. It ain't no doubt that if a woman called the police, that the great possibility of that person being extinguished. And she know what she doing. It ain't no accident. It ain't no accident because we have women and have had women who will get involved with two men and, and push those men's buttons so bad that they will kill one another and then she will go out there and get another candidate so she can kill somebody else. Even to black men, black American women are not looking that attractive anymore. 
And it's because of their behavior, their political stand, and this girl rock. They are not and will not be our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunts. They are not the same caliber of women, and they need to stop lying. They're lesser caliber of women. They're only fit for having children out of wedlock and working Mr. Charlie's job. They're not mothers. There's no Isaiah Thomas mother there. Those women are gone. Those women have passed on. Those are the women that we respect. This newfound uh, nanny in a can, go to the local wind dixie and pull it off the shelf, or go down to the abortion clinic and see how many of them are joining the home team. There's no great catch in these things that are going on in America are becoming closer and closer to your door. These women are reaching out in forms through gymnastics, through cheerleading, through any activity with young girls, and they're putting this evil seed into their brain. And they're making it to the point that it's a necessary evil to put synthetic fibers and other people hair in their head. If half of them knew what those companies did to get that human head, they are shaving corpses to put in your head. They got whole groups of women who sit in third world countries and shave their head. Some of the fibers that are coming from China that you put in your hair have microorganisms that are affecting your thinking process, that are eating your scalp out, that are leaving you unfit for any verbal consumption. All for the sake and a lot of them don't eat. They go out and spend, and, I, and, and you know, this is the drawback of men. This is the phallus of men. And this is something that we must uh, face, and we must face it with, with strength and honesty. I understand that you don't want to get into no beef, brother. I understand you just want to go down the road wherever she and you supposed to be going. But sitting up there lying to her, telling her hair looked good and she looked beautiful when she looked like a shaved baboon's monkey's ass, it's kind of idiotic. It's not wise. And you only get a temporary moment of peace. Because you have to remember, and all black men know this, once they mamas start putting that weave in their head, your daughters are going for bad because we've seen it when they mamas put the weave in their head that they went for bad, that it was no dealing with them, and the caliber of women just decreased. So when you see your baby mama put weave in your daughter's hair, then, and you don't say that you find that unacceptable, you don't go on the record and say you don't see no benefit in it. That that product, that synthetic product, that product brought and got 
from a corpse is not really worth it. We've had at least two decades of weave action in America to realize that that weave is detrimental to our women. But the brothers, they'll go right along with it because they want to get next to the monkey, and that's their justification for supporting it because I got to have that monkey. But really, is the monkey worth it? Other than a tax credit and a full-time babysitter, is she really worth it? Okay, because she's a full-time babysitter to children that you never see. Wow. That's it. That's, that's America. Now, Lance, I know you gave me this opportunity, and I went way over my mark, and I do apologize because you know I'm for no, the mouth. The, the, no, you, you don't have to apologize. That's like, you know, me going to the ice cream shop, and I only can afford, like, a one scoop, and you give me, like, 15 scoops. You think I'm complaining? You can keep it going. <laughs> Well, I'm very passionate about men's issues. No different than Gloria Steinem of 1973, and I address it according to her strategy of the sexism that is being brought about in America, the slavery based upon gender that is being propagated in America, this forced slavery, okay? And yes, you heard me correctly, forced slavery. Because when you're sitting up there messing with the genetic makeup of our young men, because a, a female judge gave you and empowered you to have control of the children, and now you want to take little boys and turn them into little girls, and you want everybody to glorify your action. When you spend more time supporting the LBG community and the sexual change of our men, then addressing building our men. These are the same black women who go on panels and go to the black congressional caucus and say that, you know, we in this fight together and we all down. But in actuality, using my pain, my abuse to move you up the ladder. And when you get up up the ladder, I never hear any of these women feminists in the struggle even mention a brother when they talk about abuse and how we end this together. All they ever do is use us as the example of abuse so they can get more from the system. It's a hustle, and it's a hustle. And the black man, the Afro-American man, he ain't nothing but a dead trophy on the wall for a black woman. They collect them like they collect goddamn child support orders. All right? They don't give a damn. Because you can go in a woman's house today, and, and, and if she's as egotistical as I describe her, then you can see all the men that she killed on the wall because she got child support orders framed on her wall. All the men, all the futures, all the dreams that she destroyed, okay? And, she, and she'll, she'll be the first to say, I didn't do that. Then why didn't you close your legs and keep on moving? You didn't have to give him no pussy. You that was that was a mutual agreement which she schemed with the white man. That's a hell of a visual. Just like people who hunt have the moose head, yeah. the bear skin rug, and different things that have different child support orders on the wall. That's that's a. I'm an artist, man, so I'm seeing this as you're speaking it. It's that's real. It's visual. real. You can go down. You can go down to the Atlanta area. And you will have some young girl, 
before she's 34, she may have nine children by nine different candidates. It looked like a goddamn shooting gallery in her uterus. Everybody got a turn. And then she, she <laughs> sit there. <laughs> no, because it is what it is, man. <laughs> but she, if you look, if you, if you look at life in reality, you don't have to make this shit up. If you live in life in a fantasy, and you, even though you looking at something, you still can't see what's going on. You understand? But if you live in life in reality, at first glance, you see it. You know We have women who are collecting child support orders like they are cash. She could build a retirement off of child support orders. She never worked other than babysitting the offspring of the state. Because each and every time she go to child support court, she sells her children to the state, i.e. mammy. Any woman out there who is receiving public assistance in child support is a mammy, has been a mammy. Her mother was a mammy. We, we, have, to com we have to stop the vicious cycles of these mammies. And some women would say that is so derogatory. Why would you call her a mammy? That's no, that's not right. Okay, these same women who make this comment are the same women who don't say anything when the black woman uh, drowns her children, puts them in car seats, and it, she want to drown the children because she wanted to be about her. They're concerned about her. They're concerned about those children. The same black women who sanctioned a black woman just going and shooting a black man or setting his car on fire or cutting his brakes, you know. You know, these are the same black women who, who, who applaud this kind of behavior. Same black woman that says, well, it's wrong for a man to beat on a woman and stalk her and I can't do this and I can't do that. But they sit silent. They have no opinion when women stalk men, when women do bodily harm to men who don't want to be involved with them. See, they cool with that. They don't have nothing to say but nothing with that. The response that come out of their mouth, oh, I don't do that. I just support that. Ain't that some shit? I don't do that. I just support that. But I'm not one of those women. You see, that's, that's, that's the mental game that they play. I don't do that negative behavior. I don't steal money. I don't lie about the babies of my children. I don't, I don't commit welfare fraud. I don't commit embezzlement. I don't commit abandoning children. I don't do violence. I don't, I, I don't do any of those things, but I support it. And I won't do anything as a woman who's a part of other women to stop it. And I think it's wrong because I support it and I won't stop it and I won't help destroy that, that I should be considered one of those women. He just hate women. No, that's the best. He don't hate women. He don't hate women. He's just mad because I won't give him none. You just mad because you want some and I won't give him none. 
That's why you saying what you saying. Or he just so ugly, but he don't bring, he ain't got six figure, or he broke. Anything to help her self-esteem. Anything to justify her morbid behavior. Anything to make her feel comfortable in her destruction of her race and her children. Now, since we didn't have a glorious second day of this new year, <laughs> what a way to start the new year! Whoa! Yeah, yeah. You know you're gonna you, you know you're gonna catch it for this one. You know you're gonna catch it for this one, right? But, but but let me just stress: you're not saying all women, but you're talking about those who fit the description. There's some who are gonna say, "Oh, he hates women," whatever. But you got to go in on those who are committing these infractions and expose it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think you love men like you love women. You love women, right? I know that for a fact. But we got to face the things that we have going on in our community. And the shapeshifters who speak one way but actually do something else, they need to be exposed. They're black men who do, do things. We got to expose it, whoever it is. So by no means you yeah. say this is everybody. But when we focus in on it now, and the truth hurts, if it fits you, it does. I, I was looking at a picture. I just lost my nanny. And I know that just sounds like a crossover term for black men who think that they part of that elitist class, but she was my nana, the love of my life, my need that I leaned upon, the lap that I laid my head in the midst of sorrow, my nana. I lost her. Like I lost a lot of great women. And I've seen the beauty and the blessings that they offered us in youth. And how they brought us through a dangerous swamp of human hatred. And they did it without no reward. They did it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They did it with no reward. That's the thing these young girls today don't understand. That it was a black woman who loved a black child so much that she cared without being paid. That's love. To take care of one's seed and one's blood without looking for a dollar from the federal government. That's love. To make a sacrifice of a square piece of cornbread and know you got four children to feed, but you find a way with a butter knife so everybody get a piece of pay. That's love. It don't come in Gucci bags and fucked up hair. It don't come with brand new whips and party. That's not love. That's exploitation of one's responsibility. So when we talk about these women and we talk about the downgrade of the American black woman, yes, it's true. Stop living in a lie. This is 2022. We're not going to do the lie no more. 2019, 2018, 2017 was the beginning of the ignorance and now it's 2024 and the pushback comes and it comes loudly like a drum. That nobody wants to hear that bumfoolery of the mental fuck game. 
that if you say a lie long enough, if you propagate a lie long enough, it becomes the truth. And that's the realist. That's real. That for the last five years in this country, black women been going around telling a lie. That they're the best thing smoking and they do so much for the black American family. But if you look at the tail of the tape, that she's the heinous, lethal, slothful piece of crap that you ever seen. And she lives her life off of other people's misery. That everything that she's accomplished, even her college education, somebody has to sacrifice for it. And she really don't give a damn that they made that great sacrifice. It's about her. It ain't going to change until we change and we do not enable her when they have this thing that's getting ready to come to this country right now called the recession when the federal government starts cutting back their benefits as black american people do not care because they is well what's the best way to say it they're going to try to manipulate you to believe that these children are going to hurt by correcting these women. When the system was created for the children only. You understand? But when they tell a lie to convince you how bad things are, because it's coming, and they start cutting back the benefits, which they will. When the media sell it and the black American woman sell it, because you've already seen the glory days and the other glory days and the corrective process they tried to do to get them off of public assistance welfare and get them out of this way of thinking. You were there. I was there. Lance was there. Everybody was there. Everybody saw what was going on. So this time when it goes down, they're going to tell you the lie that you, we can't cut this and it's going to hurt the children. Okay, that's the lie. They ain't gave a damn about the children or they would have corrected her ass. If this same organization that is going to come to you and the same organization leaders and the women feminist groups and all like that, if you do not ask them, why did you put so much emphasis on the women to the point that now the children are in jeopardy, you want to say it's about the children, but you're not talking about correcting the women. Okay? I've never seen people on public assistance and low income with so much money at their fingertips. I've never seen anything like that in my life. But I see it today. I see them driving brand new cars and whips ain't got job number one ain't trying to get on nobody's job. I see women who are working, who are uh, pretty much legalizing prostitution and being used as, 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 as sexual vessels for breeding purposes. That's what I see, all right? And when they have true reveal that you require in the true reveal that a DNA test come with the true reveal, so when you find out the gender, you can find out who the daddy is at the same damn time. America's in trouble. But we could talk about it all day. We can even draw straws about the issues that plague our women and our men. 
It just happened to be the day that we put the spotlight on the sisters who have sexual have a different sexual lifestyle who are playing a morbid game coming out of Atlanta. A sick game which is going to cause a great deal of women their lives and a great deal of men their lives because in the midst of chaos, it is not best to play with people's emotions. That is not wise. And it's not your right as a woman. It's not your right as a lesbian. And it's showing your right as a black woman. If you consider yourself black, because this behavior is primarily coming out of Afro-American lesbians. Ain't that a but? Afro-American lesbians. God damn. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesus. I, I, it, that just blew my mind right there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, I mean, I mean, in, in, in the culture that we live in, black people have been accustomed from decade to decade being relabeled, re, uh, being redefining uh, their product. Now, we got another one. Black, Afro-American black lesbians. Mm. This is sick world we live in, man. It just gets worse and worse and worse. Well, Lance, as the day moves forward, and we're going to be, we're having storms in Florida today. Really? On this second day of the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we need the rain. Uh, we don't want to end up like Texas, Arizona, or wherever they burn themselves up. But that's just the devil coming back to reap what they have sown. Here in Florida, we did a lot of dirt, so we keep our eye on the weather. <laughs> we did a lot of wrong things. Well, hold on. Okay. Because <laughs> the chickens will come to roost in I know, because I lived there for, for, for 19 years, so I know. Trust me. <laughs> I know. But, but it, the beautiful part about black people coming to Florida, and, and I'm going to say this and then I'm going to have to go, because I have to prepare for a funeral. And... um put my love to bed and make sure she's comfortable in her slumber. Um, here in Florida, we're a mixture of different aspects of black America that, with the exception of the native black, which all of us become one day as long as we stay here in Florida, our families become native. Uh, we're from we're pretty much free-minded in our thinking. And we pretty much do not cater to the status quo. That means that games that are playing on the, on the national level, it takes quite a while to get here. And the game that I spoke of in the conversation that we had today was found about by accident that in passing a group of women... I heard their conversation and how they giggled and they thought it was funny. So I inquired and then that's when they notified me that they were all homosexual, that they were lesbian, and this is part of a game that they play. You hear me? A game that they play. That's crazy. What a waste of energy. To what end? Is it resentment? (laughs) <laughs> they resent the men or what? 
Well, it's not a question of resenting men. They don't want to have anything to do with men, especially within the sexual realm. It's a party favor game for them. It's to exercise and show their power that even though they lick on women, that they can still get any man. They ain't going to give him nothing. They don't want to have no life when they just want to see how emotionally tore up will he be, to what extent, and how low would he go to be with her. Okay, when you're looking at a society today that's trying to redefine the alpha male, and then you find out the end of the same individuals who are trying to redefine the alpha male are now practicing their art of a game. It's a game. Just like a drinking game. Girl, let me see if I can get this fool uh, 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 to be all over me. Watch me, girl. Sit here and y'all have drinks and you pick one. Okay? And then the girl pick one. And then you shake your ass. You show your blood. You pay a whole lot of perfume on you. You go and say silly things like, I haven't had sex with a man in eight years. Or... They all they want to do is get on top of me and do their business, and I need someone to make a love to me. And yeah, all the while, they have no intention to give it a bitch nut. <laughs> it's a game. It's a game. Now, nine times out of ten, when you play that kind of game emotionally and you take their money, because that would go along with them kind of flirting. Buy me a drink, or, or I'm hungry, or my lights off, or I ain't got no gas in my car. But you're playing the game, all right, because you know that he's been programmed to simp to try to get your favor. So you want to see how far you can get away with this game. You want to see what you can do in the midst of your entertainment. But bad part about entertainment is some of that shit go bad. Some people, and primarily men, don't like to be emotionally played with. That they come from a society that when you hurt, the policy is to hurt whoever hurts you. And sometimes that hurt gets up in catastrophic murder or bodily harm or physical threat. But society hasn't caught up to the game yet. Society hasn't seen that that's a form of terrorism and psychological torture, okay? Because if you really look at it in a conscious way, men are emotional creatures when it comes down to that. It's been proven in court that you cannot entice a man that way and not expect something negative to happen. But now the homosexual, the LBG community, the lesbians feel that it's their right to play Russian roulette with their lives. That there is no consequences, and if he don't play right, or he don't stop the game when I want him to stop, then I'll just have him locked up, or I'll get a white gun out there to kill him. Because that's what it is. And we all fully aware when that occurs, she will not hold no, no responsibility. There is no consequences for her. And this is real, that she could literally play with a person's emotions and then call another person for her safety to murder that person that she played with their emotions. 
Yeah, but some of them are going to come up with the short end of the stick, and they'll get done because you got a lot of uh, men who see. They, if I was out there single, whatever, they couldn't get me out quickly. Just like hang up the phone, they'll never see me again. See, I, I can't. I can't. As a man, no, it ain't going to happen. You really think that you in with me like that? That you can use me like that? I'm out. Don't have to say nothing. You just never hear me from me again. Block your number. Keep on moving on. Because they do that. You know, there's a lot of manipulators like to see how far they can go. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you here. Yeah, we'll hang out. Meet me here at a certain time. You didn't show up. They never hear from you again. But see, they think most mm-hmm. men, you know, fall victim to the power of the of the pizza. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, this situation, okay, um, is out of control. I spoke during the time that we've shared with each other and it's always been fascinating and it's good that brothers speak to each other and we open up dialogue but I don't think I'm gonna be able, I'm gonna have to t- I'm gonna have to put in my retirement card I'm gonna have to get out the game I'm gonna have to leave it to a more younger and swifter character group because I don't understand none of it to me it's not a necessary need to play them games. If you claim that you're homosexual, then be homosexual. And I don't see anything wrong with you being homosexual. So won't you just go on and be homosexual? But in the process of you being homosexual, how about you keep your homosexuality to yourself or those who accept your homosexuality in a joining situation? But to sit up there and play games with other individuals because you feel that you got a right, I I really don't know what to do with that. I really don't. And I and I debated with these women and they did all the games and all the trapping to not say that it's wrong what they're doing. Because they caught hold that nobody thought it was cute, nobody thought it was proper, and that it was the wrong thing to do. Okay? Lynn? I'm on my way. Yes, my brother. Thank you so much. Yes. It's always been gracious, and I look forward to speaking to you uh, very soon. Yes. If I fall off the grid for a second, I'm burying my nana. Yes, we understand, and our condolences go out to you, and feelings of energy of comfort and love and support and all of that. You know, you can ring this phone anytime, and there's a legion of people behind on this platform that love you, and they're going to send you some good wishes in the comment section. Now, if you will allow me, I'd like to say goodbye to Dorothy Moore Carter, one of our greatest generation. She bathed and she fed all of us, and she brought us closer to our Lord. And we are the one that is sad day in her loss. Miss Dorothy Moore Carter and those who love her. Aunt Doc, we love you and sleep in peace. Thank That's you. all I got. Thank you, brother. I'll talk to you later, man. Okay, my brother. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Why are we called Negroes? Why are we deaf, dumb, and blind? Thank you.
Why is everybody making progress? Yet we seem to be lagging so far behind. Why are we mistreated? Why are we in this condition, stripped of our name, our language, our culture, our God, and our religion? Here in America, all of our religious training has been gotten by the preacher. He has told us of a heaven way up in the sky that we can't enjoy now, but rather after we die. But all of the years that we're living, for us there's nothing but hell, pain, torture, and misgiving. Yet the Bible speaks of a heaven filled with material luxury, which the white man and the preacher has right here, so we see. So my friend, take it for what it's worth. Your heaven and your hell is right here on this earth. So let's check back into history, which rewards all research and tells us plainly that before the white man gained entry to the east, he was living in the caves of Europe, a ravenous beast, eating juniper roots and eating flesh raw, till God sent Moses to civilize him and teach him the law. Then following Marco Polo, an explorer, he gained entry into Asia and Africa. From China, he took silk and gunpowder. From India, he took jute, manganese, and rubber. He raped Africa of her diamonds and her gold. From the Mideast, he took barrels of oil untold. Raping, robbing, and murdering everything in his path, the whole black world has tasted of the white man's wrath. So my friend, it's not hard to tell. A white man's heaven is a black man's hell. America, we were living in the east, by the Nile River, we were living in luxury, enjoying freedom, justice, and equality, we wore silken robes, slippers of gold, we were the wealthiest and the wisest people, I'm told, now we are the poorest of the poor, nobody wants us at their door. And it's easy to tell White man heaven is black man hell When the white man came to America He told the Indian I am your white brother He said, red man, I'll treat you the best Yet and still he pushed the Indian further west with his white woman and fire water. Tricks and lies he stole America 
the original owner of this nation is cooped up on a reservation so my friend it's easy to tell white man heaven black man hell Someone to work the land, his back was too weak. He needed you, black man, so he commissioned Sir John Hawkins to commit the worst, most grievous sin, to take a man who's born to be free and bring him down to slavery, to sell a man as merchandise on his body put a price oh my friend it's easy to tell white man heaven is a black man hell